We'd like to thank all of our patrons for making this episode possible, especially our elite patrons. Chris Williams, Heather Sachs, Joe from Real Spoilers, Pete from Middle Class Film Class, and Nerdrovert. Join these fine folks at patreon.com slash binge movies. This is my instant reaction for everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a little too early to tell, but there might be a chance, might be a very distinct possibility that I have just witnessed and watched the very best movie of 2022. Of course, I'm talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. If you are unfamiliar with binge movies and what we do here, we have ranking episodes. That's where myself and a guest film critic or filmmaker or somebody who just is obsessed with films from all around the world joins me and we typically rank about five films, all share a common theme, and each episode builds upon the one before it till we get to the end of the season for a little something we like to call Last Movie Standing, where two guest critics have a snake debate. It's a little NPR. It's a little uh, collegiate debate. It's a whole lot of movie nerddom with a, just the right dose of uh, WrestleMania, I guess. <laughs> That's what some people tell me. And uh, if that doesn't sound uh, appealing to you, then, uh, well, I don't know what to tell you. You, eh, 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 eh. I don't know what to tell you. But when we're not doing ranking episodes and we're not doing last movie standing sort of stuff where two film critics will slice their foreheads open with a razor blade to try to draw money, because red equals green, folks. And we're not busy doing that. And we're not busy creating exclusive content over on Patreon. Then we do these little things called instant reactions. I go to the movie theater. I watch a movie. I come out. I fire up a microphone. And I tell you exactly what I thought as I'm formulating my thoughts. It's a little bit of a review, but it's mostly a reaction. Hence the title, Instant Reaction. And of course, our patrons get my instant reactions even more instantaneously. So if you like this sort of stuff and you want more uh, content from us, the best place to get it other than this feed is patreon.com slash binge movies. That's all the plugs. I'm going to get them out of the way, get them out of the way early because I want to talk about this movie. This will be spoiler free. I don't know if I could spoil it even if I tried, but it's going to be spoil free, uh, spoiler free. And I'm just going to tell you my general impressions of the film. Um, I have to be general because if I delve into specifics, that might change your frame, your, your frame of mind uh, as you watch the film. And I don't want that to, I don't want to color or taint anybody's experience in particular. I just simply want to tell you that I adored the movie. I loved it. Uh, it is wild. It is creative. It is unexpected. It is bonkers. It is one of the best uh one of the most original concepts, even when it's not being original, uh, and I can't dive into it any more than that, but even when it's sort of 
touching on other things or there's familiar notes or familiar references. They're smart, they're clever, or they're just plain out crazy. Um, It's just a great movie. Um, Killer screenplay by Daniel Kwan and Daler Scheinert. I'm probably mispronouncing that. This is produced by the Russo brothers. Michelle Yeoh. uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. um, I'm going off the top of my head here. Um, Key Kwan. Know him as Short Round, and you know him from Goonies and a bunch of other stuff. And um, Stephanie, um, oh God, she's in Maisel. She plays. <laughs> These are truly my instant reactions. She plays May in Maisel, or my, uh, my. She plays my in Maisel. That always throws me off. My in Maisel. Um, She's wonderful in this. She's absolutely wonderful in this. Uh, everybody is. Every performance is amazing in this. Um, I, I, James Hong, who's a freaking legend. Some other people who turn up, and I, I, I don't, I don't want to reference them. I do not want to. Again, I don't want to color your experience of it. Just let the movie happen to you. Don't look up too much about it. Don't look up a synopsis. Um, don't look, don't watch more than one trailer. Just go into this movie, and what you will realize is that it's freaking gold, man. This this movie is freaking gold. Um, I thought all of the performances were incredible. I thought, I mean, this this movie is emotionally interesting. It's engaging. It has so much on its mind, so many different themes. It it presents itself in a way that is simultaneously confusing but crystal clear at the same time. It's very much uh, in that 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 um, that storytelling uh, advice that sometimes you're given, which is that the the best way to uni- that the universal is found in specificity. Universal is found in specifics. This is such a very very specific story about a very specific family at a very specific moment, uh, in more ways than one. And because of that, it opens itself up universally in more ways than one and multiversally in more ways than one. And if it's somehow, if you were somehow capable of grabbing hold of the entirety of the existential experience of being human and putting it into a bizarre Looney Tunes style, like, uh, part Kung Fu hustle, part matrix, part, um, Looney Tunes, part, whatever. Uh, again, I don't want to go too much further than that. Cause I might say those are like direct influences or something. I'm just saying like just the most random collection of inspirations possible, but, and, and telling a very specific story in a completely original way. Um, that's what this movie is. It's it's really, it's funny, it's absurd, it's wacky, it's deep, it's thoughtful, it's emotional, it's sweet, it's cynical, and yet it is very, very kind-hearted. 
The show, yo, is uh, just a legend, let's be honest. And I've given her praise on this podcast before on some of our ranking episodes. I think she's been grossly underutilized in Hollywood, uh, as most women are, as most Asian women are, and most women above a certain age are. Not here. Uh, our boy, um, Mr. Kwan, who plays uh, Wang, uh, who plays Waymond Wang, um, he is outstanding in this movie. I know there's like a lot of buzz for him. It's all deserved. He is so good in this movie. And I'd go so far as to say like, I don't know because we're so early and this movie is so strange. I don't know that like next year's Oscars are going to, are going to recognize this movie at all. I'll tell you this, if they don't, it's a sin. If they do not, it's a sin. Because this movie is, this movie deserves to be a hit. I don't know if it's going to be because it's exceptionally hard to find. I had to drive. I'm recording this in the 7th. I think it breaks wide in the 8th or the 9th. I have, of April. I had to drive an hour to one theater in almost the entirety of the state that's playing it. And it's two showings. And I'm pulling up the film because, again, it opens wide tomorrow. So they have more screenings available. At the biggest theater, it is only available four times on one screen for, throughout the entire day. The second biggest theater, which actually is a bigger theater, but it's further away, which is the one I just came from, same thing. Okay, Everywhere else is showing it one or two times a day. Now, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Because I'm looking at the theater that's only playing it two times a day. And they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight screenings of Morbius. Okay. Now I'm looking at another theater that has it four times a day. It seems to be the max as they're showing on one screen four times a day around me which is better than a lot of places, I guess. And it's better than ha- what it's been, right? I guess technically I'm, I am seeing it early, so beggars can't be choosers. But, you know, I'm privileged enough to see it early. But I'm just saying, get tickets because it's going to be hard to probably find. It's the the- one of the theaters that's showing it four times is showing Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I'm not shitting on Sonic. Go listen to my instant reaction for Sonic. But one, two, hang on a second. Let's just do it like this. It's playing it on multiple screens. X, uh, they don't have XD. What was I saying? Uh, this one is, uh, this one's Regal. And this one has an IMAX. So they're not showing uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or Morbius an IMAX, thank God. But for standard movie, right, HD, Sonic the Hedgehog, 1205, 1235, 105, 135, 205, 235, 305, 335, 405, 435, 505, 535, and you get this, you get what I'm saying, all the way through from 12.05 p.m. to 
10.05 p.m. The last showing is at 10.05 p.m. Now, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is only playing at 11.35, 2.55, 6.20, 9.45. Are any of those convenient times that somebody could go see this movie? Who goes to see a movie at 6.20 p.m.? Six oh five, six thirty five, but six twenty. How about nine forty five? Most people don't get off work in time to make a six twenty showing. For most people, nine forty five is too goddamn late to go to a movie on a Friday night when this opens. You've just worked all week. So I, I, you know, this is an A twenty four release. Uh, they didn't. I didn't have this problem trying to get into X, which, if you want to hear my thoughts about X, head on over to Spoiler Piece Theater, where I was privileged enough to be a guest there with my good friend Megan, uh, my movie pal, uh, Megan Kearns, who will be coming up in the not-too-distant future again here at Binge Movies. We love Megan, a.k.a. I love Megan. Um, I'm saying all of this to say that this movie, you know, it probably shouldn't be on... Uh, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. It shouldn't have twenty-one screenings a day. As pleasantly surprised as it was by Sonic the Hedgehog two, that probably shouldn't either. And I know damn well that Morbius shouldn't have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight showings in a day. I think everything, everywhere, all at once needs to. And again, these metrics, I'm sure here's what would happen. If this movie does surprisingly good over the weekend, they're going to add screens. They're going to add showings. So let's do something here. Let's leverage the power of the internet. If you love movies, if you love action movies, if you love comedies, if you love dramas, if you love science fiction, if you love creativity, if you want to cry in a public theater next to another grown man, uh, if you want to feel like you have taken an edible of a very strong strain of weed and ingested it and you just thought you were eating a cookie with M&M's in it and it turns out that wasn't uh, a candy shell you were tasting. That was indica you were tasting. If you want to have that experience stone cold sober and yet still have a co- mostly coherent narrative that transcends beyond popular entertainment it doesn't i wouldn't even say it transcends it somehow is simultaneously very sweet and very cynical very artsy and very popular entertainment this is this is if you don't get a laugh out of this movie i don't know what to tell you and there's a lot of different types of humor and this is just a kick-ass fucking movie uh it doesn't deserve to be some cult classic that people brag about and then find later uh, it does live up to the hype that it's getting. It's getting a lot of great praise, rightfully so. It's, it's, I love the movie. It's one of the best of the year so far for me. I think it might be my number one. I, I could see a year from now or, or close to a year from now going, yeah, that was still the best movie of 2022. Uh, I had a great time in the theater watching it. So let's leverage the power of the internet away from something like Morbius. If you got the time and you got the money and you feel safe to do so, you know what it means? You mask your ass up. If you're listening to binge movies and you're in the United States, 
because I know we have a worldwide audience, or I would say the UK or places where uh, the box office is important to these sort of films. Um, go see this movie. Go see this movie in theaters this weekend. I'm also going to be doing an instant reaction for Ambulance in the not-too-distant future. Great. I'll tell you what I think about it tomorrow. <laughs> From the point I'm recording this, I'll tell you tomorrow what I think about it. Uh, or I'll tell you, you know, on Patreon tomorrow uh, what I think about it, and you'll get my thoughts on Saturday uh, on the main feed. Uh, but here's what I want to say. I don't have to see Ambulance to tell you that this movie is better than Ambulance. Ambulance may be a hell of a ride, may be a great action movie. Again, Silent the Hedgehog 2. I'm not shitting on it. I was pleasantly surprised by it. It kind of hooked me at the end. So it's a fine kid entertainment, okay? Your kid can wait to see Silent the Hedgehog 2. And, and maybe you're like, well, my kid deserves theatrical experiences as well. That, that's very, very true. I know parents have, like, it's a conflict. You, you got to. Uh, but I'm just saying, as a parent especially, maybe don't take your kid. Just go see everything everywhere all at once. If you're an adult human being who needs to get away from your badass little kids and your dirty little kids who are coming home sick with everything because your school district says masks don't exist anymore, and now you got the flu and the shits and the vomiting for the first time in two years, and you don't, your body doesn't know how to handle it anymore, and you just got to get the fuck away. As long as you're not feverish and you're not don't have contagious diarrhea, go to the movie theater and see everything, everywhere, all at once. Remember in the 80s and the 90s, there would be film critics, they would say, or they'd be the voiceover. And it wouldn't even be like quoting a, a critic sometimes. It would just be the voiceover to be like, if you see one movie this weekend, see, right? Remember that? Remember that trope? I'm bringing it back as a podcaster slash film critic. Uh, and I, I, I don't call myself that, but Megan Kearns, by God, calls me that. So that means I'm, I got bona fides. I got bona fides. Um, I'm telling you now, in the best broadcast voice I got, if you see only one movie this weekend, see everything, everywhere, all at once. Rated R, now playing at a motion picture theater near you. Go to the movie theaters, folks. Again, if it's safe where you are in the world, and you have the means to do so, and you got some time to kill, or you're looking for something to watch this weekend, see this movie. Have a humane experience. At the multiplex. Um, if I had to give this thing a score, I'm going to be posting this in the letterboxed. So it goes to patrons first. Patrons get it sometimes up to 12 plus hours before everybody else that helps them make weekend or week weekly moving going decisions, which is part of what we do here. Uh, just like the, the video store clerks of old, I am here to help guide you. There's only so many hours in the day. What's worthy of your time and what's worthy of your hard-earned cash money? Everything, everywhere, all at once, now playing at a theater near you. Probably, maybe. If it's playing near you, 
Get your ass there and watch the movie. So this is going to go to patrons first. Then it goes under the main feed. It doesn't just go in the main feed. It also goes into my review on Letterboxd. Letterboxd.com backslash binge movies or letterboxd.com forward slash. I don't know. I'm so used to saying backslash. It's a slash and it's binge movies. Find us there. Patreon.com slash binge movies as well. Slinge movies? That's not a thing, sir. Okay. Been doing some thinking. On the ranking episodes, we do scores out of 10 with decimal points. On the instant reactions, I like basically try to do like a recommend, don't recommend, recommend you go to the theaters. We've already covered that. Sometimes I like to apply a grade to it. I think what I like to do moving forward, unless I forget, which is possible, is I think for um, these instant reactions, I think I'm going to institute the letterboxed review system for the instant reactions. And I'm going to then stick with our 10-point system plus decimals for the ranking episodes. And it's, it's going to be the equivalent of, you remember Roger Ebert, or, or any of you old enough to remember him, in his weekly column or his syndicated reviews, I think he did four stars or five stars. I think he's four stars. But obviously on uh, at the movies or whatever, 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 sneak previews, all the different iterations, Siskel and Ebert, it was thumbs up, thumbs down. And then they would then discuss the variations. So he had like basically two different systems for reviewing movies. This is what I'm going to do because I know for a fact there's a certain audience members prefer the instant reactions and certain audience members prefer the ranking episodes. And you pick and choose which ones you want to listen to. So I just want to be very clear moving forward. And again, unless I forget uh, that I'm going to try my best to kind of institute two different review systems, the letterbox style five-star system which I think is only halves. So you can do like one half a star, one star, one and a half, so forth and so on. And then uh, we'll get real technical and granular on the ranking episode. So if I had to give everything everywhere all at once a star out of five, I'd give it like mm, four and a half stars. I think this movie's great. I loved it. Everybody in my theater loved it. Uh, it was, a, it played in a smaller theater. So I actually talked to four different people afterwards, just about the movie, get their general impressions. And they loved it. One guy described it as sense eight on crack. And I was like, I've never watched sense eight. I don't know what that means. Um, I, I just thought it was a great film. I thought it was a great, great film. So I think I've made that clear enough. So I think I'm about out of gas. I drove an hour there, watched the movie, drove an hour back. It's getting pretty late. I got to get this thing posted over on our Patreon. I want to thank you all for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I am Jason from Binge Movies. And until next time, binge on. <laughs>